When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, We are here as always the sustainable way here at Sustainable Success. If you are new to Sustainable Success, again, check us out on iTunes as well as our Facebook page at Facebook 2017. On Facebook page, you can find many of our great guests that we've had in the past where you can listen to it on demand and as well on iTunes. Feel free to leave your comment and follow us there. As again, we have great content always available for you to scale and grow your business the sustainable way. Our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, the 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process. This organization is doing great things as they are helping families to create interdependent family structures, focusing in on the father, and helping to build those stronger relationships with father, son, and daughter in order to boost self-esteem and self-confidence, not only in the children, but also themselves. So again, uh, you know, if you're looking for ways to really build a stronger family structure that leads to interdependent communities and interdependent business, check out Empowered Fathers in Action or EFA Movement at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Great organization. Highly encourage you guys check them out. Well, today we're going to be talking about how mastering public speaking is key to sustainable success. And I love this topic because as a professional speaker myself, I understand how speaking plays such an important role in any business that you're in as to position yourself as a trusted advisor. And we have a great individual here today that is going to be sharing information with us, an expert in this particular area. And before I formally introduce him, I'm going to give you a background about him. His name is Sean Tyler Foley. And Sean Tyler Foley is the managing director of Drop the Mic Agency and author of the best-selling book, The Power to Speak Naked. And we'll find out more details where to pick up that book from him later. He has been performing and speaking publicly ever since his first play at the age of six. After that first time he kept an audience entertained, he knew that he had the gift and passion for performance and captivating those who watch. Sean Tyler feels there is a magic that comes through the room when you can influence an audience to feel any emotion. Sean Tyler recognizes that when you guide an audience to a shared experience, you can take them on a journey beyond what they thought possible and that it is true, the power of public speaking. His love of performing has also spread to film, television, and stage projects. These include appearances in Freddy vs. Jason, Door to Door, Carrie, and the musical Ragtime. In addition to his speaking career, Sean Tyler is also a serial entrepreneur running multiple businesses and has a run for political office. Love to learn about that. And to learn more about Sean Tyler and the power to speak naked, you could also visit his website, SeanTylerFoleyOneWord.com. And without further ado, we welcome Sean Tyler Foley to the show. Sean Tyler, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing really well, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. And, you know, this is an area that, that really is uh, 
not only for myself, but a lot of uh, the audience, uh, much of our audience here uses speaking in some capacity uh, with their business. And, you know, in terms of when we look at, you know, whatever business that you're in, can we talk about why, you know, using speaking is so important to grow your authority in your area of expertise? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'd say every business is speaking, and they just aren't necessarily doing it from a stage or publicly. Um, one-on-one client interactions is public speaking. If you have staff and you are um, management or owner within that company and you're motivating your staff or you're trying to get them online with your vision, you are public speaking. So regardless if you are a business owner, <laughs> you are public speaking at some point and probably multiple points throughout the day. But when you're trying to grow and expand your business, speaking from a stage or speaking in a public forum, networking event, that type of scenario is really the fastest and easiest way to grow your authority because we automatically assume that that person with a microphone knows what they're talking about. And usually you do. If you've been asked to be on stage or you've been presented an opportunity to speak, you are an authority within your space. And a lot of people forget that. Um, You get that imposter scenario, who am I to be speaking on this thing? There are so many other people who have done it, but you are doing it. And uh, really embracing that is is one of the keys to sustained success within your business. It's so true. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a big advocate of, you know, the trusted advisor role in, in business, you know, in order to really establish yourself as a trusted advisor, you know, you have to be more than just what you do. You know, if you, let's say if you're a realtor, you're more than just selling and buying homes for people. And, so you got to go above and beyond that. So it's something where, you know, people have to be able to connect. There's got to be some type of an experience on some level that they connect with you. So, t- you know, talk about that a little bit. Why, you know, if we're on this role of, you know, establishing yourself as an authority in your area of expertise, how speaking allows you to do that? Well, first of all, it allows you to express your opinion and your viewpoint and, it allows you to rapidly discern and disseminate people who share that viewpoint with you, or it also allows you to educate and enlighten people who maybe had a different viewpoint, but may be amiable to coming over to your view of or your opinion of whatever topic you're presenting, which again gains that authority by being able to succinctly express yourself and why you feel a way about a topic or or a new take on a business product. I actually just spoke at a networking event last night, and the, one of the realtors there was presenting a new business model. In fact, didn't even want to be referred to as a realtor. Um, uh, what was he, a home something advisor? Um, well, I think that's great. His, his model... Yeah, and his his model and his take on um, sustainability within the realty market was just incredible. Um, and I I had a I have a long standing joke with a few of my realtor friends that I I don't like realtors, <laughs> and, <laughs> and just because I've had to buy and sell so many homes and and the market's always up and down. And I've I've made some I've been fortunate to make some really good 
money in the real estate business, but I've also had the misfortune of losing a lot of money. And so I'm sure I've broken even in the end. Um, and you know, it's the, it's the losing money ones where I always remember the realtor who was part of the transaction, (laughs) but the, this, this particular gentleman came up and, and just expressed his viewpoint, you know, uh, and, and really well, really well. He said, you know, I'm trying to, uh, put together a new model. I want to change the business. I want to change the perception. Um, I don't want, I, his, he had a brilliant line. I don't want to be the person you call in your moment of crisis because usually when somebody is selling a home, it's a quick decision. Something has triggered it. And he said, I want to build relationships, sustainable relationships with my clients. This is the model that I'm going to do to do it. I want to do full cycle. And, and it was a brilliant presentation and very quick. That was the other thing, too. It was a networking thing. He had maybe two minutes to express what he was doing. And so he was very clear with his model, very um, upfront with what the pain point that he was addressing was. And, and he wowed the room instantaneously everybody wanted to come and talk to him because he came at it from a different angle and was willing to say, look, I'm in realty, but don't call me a realtor. And all automatically everybody went, hmm? what was that? Absolutely. Home advisor, I think is what he wanted to refer to himself as. I mean, that's fabulous. Like I said, I mean, it, cause like I, you know, it's, Another thing I always say, you know, when we're, we're since we're talking about this, is and you use this friend that you talked about, this this person calling him a home equity advisor, and not just a realtor, is you know, again, it, it's like again, more it's more than what they do, and and it's and it's mm-hmm. not always about what what they're saying. That's always about them and what makes them unique. It's it's really what's compelling about what they're talking about or the message. And what it means to their audience. So, can you talk about why that you know that's so important? You know why, from when you're speaking, whether if you're whether if you're a professional speaker or you're just speaking, you know, within your business, why you know your message you know has to be compelling to them. You know, not just about you and what makes you unique. Well, and I'm going to actually quote something that Les Brown said. I've, I've had the great fortune of speaking on Les Brown's stage with him. Um, and something that he said in his Master the Mic training series has always resonated with me. Uh, he says, it's less about me and more about thee. And mm. the people who get that have incredible success when they're speaking, whether they're a professional speaker, as you said, speaking from stage, or if it's just in a networking thing where you have an opportunity to present your viewpoint. The the world is a selfish place (laughs) and people care about themselves first. It's the um, airline oxygen mask principle, right? You protect yourself first and then you have the ability to help others, but you're, I'm in it for me right now. And if I go into a room and I recognize that nobody cares what I do, what they care about is them. So how can I be of service to them? What can I do to offer service to them and be of service to them? And if I put their needs up front and I speak to their pain point, as this gentleman yesterday did brilliantly and say, this is something different. Have you thought of this? And you present you either educate them or you present them with a different thought pattern. And it's not about the sale. It's about the education. It's about providing value up front. The, it is so much easier than to 
convert that audience to get them on your side. Um, and I, I have found that when you, and networking too, uh, I do a lot of work with CEO space and Bernie Dorman, who runs CEO space, um, always talks about it too, you know, uh, collaborative model, cooperative versus having to um, be competitive. When you be competitive, it comes from a lack mentality and that lack mentality really doesn't serve anybody because there's plenty of resources for everybody to go around. Like we, particularly you and I and most of your audience, being in North America, we have a, a wealth of resources, um, not just physical resources, but people, talent, um, ambition, knowledge. Like We have so much available to us. We are so incredibly lucky to be living in both the era that we're living in and in the geographical space that we are in, um, to have the, the resources available to us. So there is an abundance for everybody. And when you can start that collaborative model and really be of service, that's when you really start to see your business excel and grow because you're not, you're not trying to hoard and maintain. You're trying to distribute. And, and when you get into that distribution model and you really share that's when things come back to you tenfold and, it, and it's instantaneous. And that's where speaking from the stage is so helpful because instead of having that one-on-one interaction, you can have the one-on-many and you have the ability to impact so many people so rapidly. And if you do it effectively by providing them value up front without expectation, that's when, that's when that trajectory just takes off. It becomes exponential growth. That bell curve just runs almost straight up. It's incredible to see. I think that is that is absolutely great advice, and oh, it's great to know that you know Bernie and so forth. I'm actually a CEO Space member myself. Uh, great group, and uh, so great that we got we're we're bo- we're bonded in so many ways here. So it's awesome, and you know we got we're we're gonna be going to break less than a, in, in about three minutes here. And I wanted to you know there's so many other things I want to ask you, but while we might as well just stay on this topic until we go to break and we can come back fresh. In terms of if somebody is trying to, you know, somebody's looking right now at their area of expertise and they're looking at speaking as a way to now, you know, in this case, like you said, speak one to many rather than one on one. If they're not really a speaker quite yet, I mean, they can speak, but they're not like a professional speaker like yourself and, and, and me. What would be some of the things that you would recommend that do right at that moment going forward? What were some of the things that they could just do? to just get out there in front of people? Run a workshop. The very first thing they could do is run a workshop. Make it free, $10 charge, in their area of expertise. Get people into into them in a space that they feel comfortable. Invite them into their office. If it's a home-based office, have them into a small venue that you feel comfortable with. And really just start to do it. And if that's too uncomfortable, go to a networking group, do the 90 second or two minute pitch, um, get up front and really try to explore that service mentality instead of getting up there saying, this is what I do and have the crowd giving you that blank stare because they've just heard 30 other people do the, this is what I do present a problem. You know, who here yeah. is struggling with public speaking? You know, I remember being terrified getting up on stage. Who who would love to be able to overcome that fear? Well, if that's something that interests you, my name is Sean Tyler Foley. I am an author and speaker coach. 
let's have a conversation in the back of the room. And you leave it at that. Leave it open to curiosity and possibility, and then they can come and approach you. And they can tell you what their needs are as opposed to you preaching what your solution is without you ever exploring what it is that they need. Wow. Uh, that's powerful. That's great advice. And again, uh, for those that are just joining us again, you, this this episode with uh, Sean Tyler Foley will be available on demand later this afternoon. So we highly encourage you to check it out. Again, uh, we're you know we are uh, learning about how to really uh, you know we're learning about how to master your public speaking in the is key to sustainable success and most importantly in what you do in your business. Uh, we have more to come, so we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we are talking about how mastering public speaking is key to sustainable success. And we are talking with Sean Tyler Foley. He's the managing director of Drop the Mic Agency and author of the best-selling book, The Power to Speak Naked. Again, you're going to get details where you get your hands on this valuable book, 
uh, that can help you in your business using speaking as a way to scale. So, Sean Teller, we had talked a little bit about, you know, again, the, you know, the process of, you know, using speaking to grow your authority in your area of expertise. And we were at the end, we were talking about networking, you know, talk about, you know, if, if somebody is looking at speaking as a platform to really scale their business, whether if it's a professional or just using more speaking to reach, you know, more than one person at a time. Talk about why networking is so effectively. What would be some of the things that they could do to go out there and you know make that happen, get on more stages in front of more people? Well, as somebody who runs network groups, we're always looking for speakers because you always need content to make it fresh for your membership who are coming to the groups. And having somebody come forward and say, I would like to speak, always makes my job easier. So... I would say if there's anybody who's looking to start public speaking or if they're looking at networking to grow their business or just are looking to grow their business in general, the networking model and then the speaking model kind of go hand in hand. And it's a really good opportunity for people to get out and start practicing that public speaking, reach out to some of the networking groups and say, are you looking for speakers? What is the time frame that you're looking for? I usually give my speakers, um, If we're doing the actual network elevator pitch, they get three to five minutes, but I also coach people on how to uh, really refine and hone those. I know a lot of networking groups where you get 90 seconds or two minutes. It's a great challenge. Can you succinctly deliver a message in that time? It's actually longer time than a lot of people realize. So you always tell people, well, you have 90 seconds. Like, how do I even speak in 90 seconds? Like, we could probably have an entire conversation that had 15 sentences in it in 90 seconds. So um, finding those opportunities to really get up and speak in front of people just to get the practice and the rhythm and really refine and hone your message. And then if you can get some of those spots that are, you know, 10 or 15 minute highlight spots at some of these groups where you can really go in depth and deliver some really good content. And the key is remembering what really good content is. Really good content is not hammering home to people a whole bunch of statistics about your business and why you're the greatest. What it is is educating an audience on your area of expertise and things that you know. If you can really provide that free content, if you can provide people with the takeaways, that's what's going to stick with them. That's what's going to get them to remember that you are the expert in that field, and that's what gets people either calling you or, more likely, referring you. And I think that's the, the thing that a lot of people forget is that your room that you're speaking to may not be your ideal client. They may be your ideal audience, but they may not be your ideal client. So don't try to sell your services right up front. Educate your audience because they're your ideal audience so that if there are ideal clients in there, they will come to you. But if they're not your ideal client, they may know your ideal client and then they can refer them to you because they're like, I just saw this incredible person. And again, the, the realtor that I talked to yesterday, his name's Mike, um, I've never met him before. But I'm going to remember him and I am going to refer him because just of what he said and what his model is. And remember, this is mm. somebody who notoriously speaks poorly of realtors. But this gentleman stuck with me, and now if I hear anybody who's selling a house, I'm going to be like, oh, you should talk to this person. 
because he educated me on a new concept. I'm not his ideal client. I will not be selling my house in the next five to seven years. I'm, I'm happy with where I am. We, we have no realty transactions in mind. I have a four-year-old daughter. We like the school system that we're at. We're not moving. So I'm not his ideal client. But he didn't try to sell me his services. He educated me on what was different with his business, what was different within the model, the things that he wanted people to know about their houses, which was incredible. Gave some really good tips that I'm taking home and starting to use now. And I remember him. So I'm going Mm. to refer him. And I think that's the real key to successful networking. Everybody always tries to come and, and find all that the person and hand the business card in and boom, you know, take this, take this, take this. And it's, it's, a, it, again, that, um, that lack mentality. I gotta, I gotta find the business there. Well, don't networking is really net working. It is how do I create a community of people that I recognize as experts who can solve multitude of issues for me? How can, and then how can I refer them on so that they remember that I've referred them and they then refer me? And if you have 20 to 40, 100 people even who remember you as the expert in your field because you educated them effectively on what it is that you do and you remember them, they're going to remember when you refer business to them. And then they're going to refer business back to you. And it, it's that reciprocity, and it's a, it, it really is a, a giving society. And if we can get back to that, and where everybody's helping each other, everybody gains, and the net worth of everyone goes up. And that's, that's really the key to effective networking. Well, you, you made a great point when you talked about networking with, with this gentleman, you know, the home equity advisor that really had an impact on you and I'm sure the rest of the people in the room. And, and this is what I always say, like, you know, people don't want to be sold. People want to be empowered to make their own decisions. And sometimes it requires certain things that have been said that may get them to trigger something with them, with inside them to do that. So it sounded like this gentleman was really providing, you know, uh, you know, an experience. He was providing content of value that in some way people in that audience, whether if it was conscious or unconscious, aligned with their core values and principles in some way. And it was in that connection that someone said, hey, in your case, I'm not in the, I'm, I'm not his ideal client because I'm not looking to sell my home. However, when I know that I, when I'm, you know, networking and someone says I'm looking, you know, I'm looking to sell my home or I'm looking to buy a home or I'm looking for an investment property, who's the first person you're going to think of? The home equity advisor, Mike. So it's like, in, in essence, this is a great way to really, you know, network, but also become an influencer. Would you say that be, be the case? Like you're influencing people to make their own decisions and they're going to think of you, whether if it's for them personally or for someone else, so that they become your sphere of influence. Yes, and that's exactly, and it's and it's growing your sphere of influence. And you actually honed in on a on a key word to experiential. Give somebody an experience because they will remember an experience. Um, there's a, a famous rhyming anecdote for speaking in that stats tell, but stories sell. 
and you're not necessarily selling your product, you're selling you. And I think that's where people really get confused. You're not selling your product, you're selling you. People can buy... Your widget is probably the same as somebody else's widget, and there are 30 other Chinese knockoffs of that widget somewhere else, right? It doesn't... There, your, your product is not unique, as unique as you want it to be. There are similar products out there. So what you're really selling is you. What differentiates you and your company and how you deliver that product or widget. And it may not even be a widget. It may be a service. I'm a service-oriented provider. I don't, I don't have a, a physical product. I have the book now, but really what I'm doing is going in and delivering um, thought content. It's just knowledge-based. And there are literally hundreds of other people who do the same thing that I do. So how do I get people to resonate with my way of thinking? And it's by giving them an experience. My experience and what you feel coming away from an event with me is going to be different than if you go to somebody else's event. And the people who resonate with that experience are going to be your followers. They're going to be your sphere of influence. And again, they may not be your ideal client, but they are going to become raving fans. And it's having that tribe, that community, that sphere of influence that grows where people recognize you as that authority in your field, where when somebody says, I need a realtor, you go, you got to talk to Mike. When somebody says, I need a mortgage broker, well, you got to talk to Melody. When somebody says, you need a speaker coach, I know this guy, Sean Tyler Foley, and he's done wonders for the people that I've seen him work with, and you probably benefit from it as well. You want people to, you want to be that top of the list, right? When we used to have white pages and yellow pages, you want to be the triple A because it's right at the top. It's the one that everybody finds. Now that we have the Google ads, you want to be the one that's, you know, if, if people are doing their own Google search in their mind, you want to be that one that comes to the top. And the way to do that is to give somebody an experience, to make them feel something, to connect with an idea and have an emotional impact with that because it's the emotions that make them resonate with it. And if I can make you feel an emotion on top of the education, it's going to stick, you're going to remember it, and I'm going to be the person you refer Wow, that's powerful. It's so true. It, it, and it, it's so true with the influence factor. And, and and I've been a speaker myself, and I use these principles. I've seen it with other people. I always remember the people that create an experience and add value consistently when they speak. And, and it's more than just what they do. It's so important. I'm so glad that you reinforced that and discussed that here because, you know, a lot of people here – are our speakers and some of them use speaking in some capacity in their businesses. And this is such an important uh, strategy that people need to really understand when it comes to networking and learning how to influence others. Uh, just making a shift here, Sean, unless you, Sean Tyler, if you want to be able to, uh, you know, elaborate more, you're more than welcome. But I wanted to shift to like the, you know, sometimes we may be afraid to say certain things. Maybe there, I don't know if it's a maybe a controversial topic Maybe that you're not, maybe might think you're the expert in this particular area of content, whatever the case may be. 
But the thing that you're afraid to say could be the thing that your audience also needs to hear as well. So talk about why that is so important. Well, we've lived in a in a really weird age right now. We have so much information. People can find out so much about you before they ever meet you. Um, you know, the the great god of Google delves out information instantaneously, and people can find out what you've done, where you've done. The number of people who go, oh, so you ran for office when I when I present myself, I go, well, yeah, I did. And it was like 10 years ago, and it was an unsuccessful bid for town council. But everybody sees there was a press photo that was done of me up on stage when we were having a symposium. It was a panel of all of the potential candidates, 14 in all. And uh, and I, I, I stand out um, just because I was kind of the center focus of, of the photo at that point. And... Uh, I tend to be a fairly animated person, so <laughs> I looked very, um, um, very intense in the photo. And so, you know, it, you see that I was running for town council and, and the thing, and that, that's what people gravitate to instantaneously. And I just, I, it's not the real point of this, but people will see what they want to see when they search you. For information, and we all have that that thing that oh well I shouldn't maybe talk about this or maybe I shouldn't talk about that because if they find out about that they're not going to like me they're not going to do the thing. Maybe that's true for that one person, but the closer you can get to authentically being you, the more you're going to resonate with your true clients, your true audience, and authenticity is synonymous with self awareness. So when you hear all these people, oh, I'm authentic, I'm authentic, I'm authentic, and you get that vibe off of them, you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. It's usually because they're not self-aware. They think they're authentic because they think this is, this is who I want to be, this is who I'm going to present, and you can feel that front from a thousand miles away. So my usually when I'm working with clients, it's the first thing I ask. What's the thing that you're most afraid to say? And I saw a beautiful, probably the best example of this um, a month ago. I was helping out with an event. I actually wasn't speaking at it. Um, I had helped coach a couple of the speakers really, really briefly. And another speaker coach was working with them. And I had come in just to help with the sound. Uh, I, again, film and television background, I was in a, a band for years. I, I tend to volunteer for a few select people who are within my inner circle when they need help with sound because I understand it, particularly being a speaker. I understand the importance of good mics, how to run it properly so that the audience gets the best out of it. So I was, I was volunteering at this event, and there was a speaker there who was talking about infidelity. She had, uh, her husband had an affair wow. that she had discovered by seeing a text message come across. Now, that's a and touchy subject. Sean Teller, real, real, right? we're going to have to go to break, but I want to use this story when we come back. Is it okay if we, we were able I, to pause and then go right well, to, because this is, I love, I, this story really is what resonates with the audience, and I want to make sure they hear it in its entirety. Again, now you're listening We're to Sean Tyler. We're going to give it in their entirety when we come back from the break. Yeah, absolutely. 
So you're listening to Sean Tyler Foley here. We're looking in how to mastering uh, speaking in your, your business the sustainable way. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with Sean Teller Foley, the Managing Director of Drop the Mic Agency and author of the best-selling book, The Power to Speak Naked. Again, we're talking about how mastering public speaking is key to sustainable success. And again, if you're just joining us, we were talking about, you know, the, the concept of using speaking to grow your authority and your area of expertise, the importance of networking and influencing when it comes to connecting with others to build your sphere of influence. And we were just concluded before the break talking about the things that you are afraid to say that could be the things that your audience needs to hear. And Sean Tyler, you had a, a story that you were just starting I and mean, we had to go to break, but I really want to get into this story because I, I believe it's going to illustrate exactly what we were talking about that will really drive this point home for the listeners. Well, I was at an event um, helping out as a volunteer 
I had helped coach a couple of the speakers, and one of the speakers, it was a symposium where there were 10 different topics being presented, and um, this one incredible, incredibly brave woman came forward and spoke about infidelity within her relationship. Her husband had had an affair, which she had discovered um, seeing a text message pop up on his phone. And she talked about the impact that that had on their relationship, on how the breakdown of trust um, had rippled through and had really impacted them. And everybody was expecting the, you know, breakup story and the, can you believe that he did this to me, blah, 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 blah. And what she did brilliantly was, first of all, present the yin and the yang. She presented his side and where choices and compromises led to the circumstances in which he ended up having the affair. She talked from her side what the results of that were and the shattering of illusions and how it impacted her. And the reason it was so shocking is because within this community that she was speaking at, she's very well respected. And everybody knows that she's still married. And one of the brilliant things that she did was say, and so I bet you're wondering, how are we doing? Well, you can ask my husband. And she pointed to him in the audience. He was there. You could hear a pin drop. You could hear a pin drop in the room. It was one of the most impactful things that I've ever heard ever. It was definitely the most impactful thing that night. And then she went on to talk about the work that they were doing, that they recognized that they were human, that people make mistakes, and that although hurt and uh, the trust was broken down, she had the ability to move forward with it and how they did it. And one of the things that was incredible about that is that she has now been provided an opportunity for her and her husband to work with couples who have experienced similar things, and they're actually developing a program around it. And she wouldn't have been able to do that if it weren't for her bravery to come out and say the thing that really most people would have wanted to hold on to. That was not something that would have wanted. We wouldn't normally talk about that in society unless you have blown up the relationship, let alone with your husband right in the room. But because they could demonstrate that the trust was there, that the love was there, that they were working on it, they've now actually increased and started a new business model. And they have hundreds of people lining up to work with them. And it was all because she had the bravery and willingness to say the thing that she was most afraid to say in public. Wow. Wow. That is powerful. And that really, I mean, like I said, I bet, I bet you, I bet you the, the, the crowd, like you said, felt more uncomfortable in that situation than she did, <laughs> which made it that yeah. much more impactful. Well, wow. not only did they get into a place of, of discomfort, which is a great place for growth, it made them analyze how they were judging up front initially. And then she really controlled that crowd well. I mean, it was a really well-done talk because then she, she, um, she didn't vilify her husband ever, ever throughout it. She presented a yin and a yang. 
the audience did feel uncomfortable. But then at the end, when she brought it around and 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 gave the kind of this is this is what we're doing going forward, the the crowd just erupted. I mean, you know, on their feet, standing ovation, huge applause. It must have lasted two minutes. She impacted them because of the discomfort. I mean, it was a shocking thing. I was I knew what was coming, and I was like, oh. Because I didn't realize that her husband was in the audience. I knew about the talk, but I didn't, you know, that really added impact to it. No, I bet. And I think that was really clever because, like I said, I mean, the whole idea is, you know, creating that experience we were talking about in the second segment. But sometimes we have to make people feel uncomfortable. Again, they can only make themselves feel uncomfortable. But but nonetheless, when they're in that uh, that out of their comfort zone, that's where the growth is. So that was you know, maybe perhaps an aha moment for some people in that audience that maybe could absolutely relate to her, whether if it was not maybe that exact thing where maybe that somebody like their spouse was unfaithful, but maybe it was a sibling that they, there was, there was some tension or they, they had, they hadn't been connected in a while or a strained relationship at work or whatever the case may be, that there are solutions to those situations. And, and it sounded like that woman really illustrate, illustrated that and connected with that audience on an emotional level during that whole process. And incredibly well, yes. Wow, wow. Oh, that is an incredible story. And again, uh, that is uh, something that really got me thinking. So thank you for sharing that. So moving along, I wanted to, you know, as we're talking about mastering public speaking, you know, key to, being key to sustainable success in your area of expertise, Let's talk about, you know, what people can do to really craft their pitch, whether if they're just using speaking as a platform or if they're aspiring to be a professional speaker, some tips that could help them to craft an effective pitch where they are right now. Well, I'm a big fan of metrics, first of all. So knowing things like how long you have to speak. And what you would have. So typically an elevator pitch is going to be 60 seconds to two minutes. And you being uh, a member of CEO space, me being a club president, you understand that when we get to do accelerated networking in, at a, in a CEO space environment, I mean, you, you want to have your snap or pitch down like 30 seconds tops. Right? You really want to very clearly say, this is who I am, what I have to offer, this is what I'm currently looking for uh, to grow my business, all of those things you need to be very clear very quickly. Um, so I, the first metric I like to know is, how much time do I have? Then I try to hone down, what is the actual message? What is, what is my current need or want? What, what am I trying to get out of this event? Because you don't know what your outcome is. It's a, you're going to be one of those people who just rambles. So what is the outcome? What do you need? Hone in on that. And if you have 60 seconds, try to do it in 45. If you have 30 seconds, try to do it in 20. Always give yourself less time than what you're allotted, and you will be so much further ahead because it is a challenge to try and compress messages and make them succinct. But if you can master that, whole manner you off to the races. Then the next metric that I would check is if you know what your outcomes that you desire are, if you want to, say you're trying to grow clients, 
and you have honed your pitch so that you're doing it in under your time, if you go to a networking event uh, and it's consistently 20 people there, how many people are you converting or are you having those next conversations? Because, again, you may not actually get a client right out of that, but you may have a furthered conversation. So how many people come and talk to you at the back of the room at the end of the day? How many uh, contacts do you gain within that? And you can measure that metric. So if you change your pitch, do you get more people, the same people, or less people? And I'm constantly evolving my pitches based on my metrics. When I first started networking, if I got... 5% 5% of the room to come and talk to me, I was lucky. And that's when I really keyed on to the information side. If I provide information or if I talk to a pain point, if I don't tell people what I do because I may not be the solution for them, but I tell them either what my current need is or I resonate with them through a story or I tell them um, you know, a service that may or may not be applying to them and, and they, if they need more information, come to the back of the room. Suddenly I started getting more. And now when I go into a room, if it's a qualified room, I'll have 80% of the room come and talk to me. And I know that as a metric because I track it. So I know each time what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say. And I also know the metrics of the room. So I, I have a whole piece in the book about audience analysis. Knowing who your audience is and who's in your audience is key to crafting an effective pitch. If I'm going on to Shark Tank and I'm talking to five investors, my pitch is going to be considerably different to a networking group of 50 people who are potential clients. And being able to know what the difference is, know who your audience is, really craft and select your word choices for that pitch is really going to be the key. So it comes down to the metrics, and I don't think enough people track the metrics of the networking event. They just go with a pocket full of business cards and try to carpet the room with their card by the end of the day. That's so true, because I think what you said, if you have the metrics and you understand what the desired results that you seek you can then really embrace the process and focus on what that process has to do in order to lead to those results. So I think that you illustrated that so well. It's so important. You know, why also you feel like when we're talking about this, it's so important to really know your audience. You know, if you could talk about what that means, you know, whether, again, if it's a someone that's using speaking as a, you know, a platform or somebody that's really looking at speaking in a serious manner uh, as a professional? Especially if you're going to be speaking as a professional, if you're going to start being paid to be on stages, or even more so, if you're paying to be on stages, you really, really need to know who is in that audience. Because if you're going to pay to be on a stage, you need to have an ROI. You need to have that return on investment. So if I'm going to be putting up ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to speak on a on a stage, I need to know who's going to be in that audience. What percentage of them are going to be qualified for the offer that I'm going to present? Because we're always presenting an offer, even if that offer is just information on me, and I need to drive people to my website for more information. I need to pique their curiosity. I still need to know. How many of these people in this audience actually care about public speaking? And if the event organizer can't tell me that, 
then I'm not ponying up the money. And flip side to that, if I have an event organizer who's paying me, and this is the real key to getting speaking gigs too, if you have an event organizer who's putting money up for you to be there, it is not about you. It is not about you at all. It's about their audience and what you can deliver to their audience. So you need to know what their expectations are for their audience. So you have to ask them, have a questionnaire or some way of analyzing what the event organizer, whoever has got you on that stage, what is their desired outcome? And then, to be effective, you should know what that audience makeup is. Is it business owners? Is it entrepreneurs? What is the average net income of that business? Are we talking to um, solopreneurs and small entrepreneurs who are in the hundred to 300000 range on an annual basis? Are we talking to small business owners with five to ten uh, employees who potentially are in that million to five million or even ten million range? Or am I talking to Fortune 500 companies and they're yeah. talking about billions and then sometimes trillions of dollars of income? Like what, what level? Because that's going to affect the language that I use. That's going to affect the offer that I'm doing. That's going to affect the experience that I'm trying to give them. Because the experience that I'm trying to give to an audience of 20 solopreneurs is vastly different from a corporate facilitation where I am talking to 500 executives. Exactly. So really knowing, first of all, what the audience is, who they're made up of, and what is the expected outcome from the person who's hired you to be hired. there. Because you may have all these wonderful yep. things. Oh, I want my audience to experience this. I want my audience to experience this. But your book who booked you wants this thing. So you deliver that thing first and then everything else is bonus. But if you try to push your content first before you solve their problem, they're not going to have you back. You solve yeah, their that's problem so true. first, now you have repeat business. Wow, this is powerful stuff. Again, you can uh, listen to this in entirety on demand later today. Sean Tyler, so thank you so much for your time today sharing this information. I would love to have the uh, listeners know where they can find you, and also where they can get your book as we have a less than a minute left in the show. Well, it's real simple. SeanTylerFoley.com, and on Amazon, you can search The Power to Speak Naked. It's on Kindle and on paperback. Please feel free to order it. Everybody always asks me what's the best way to order my book, and I tell them in bulk on Amazon. Awesome, awesome. We will make sure also, uh, listeners, that we will uh, post Sean Tyler's uh, website again, And again, make sure to check out Amazon uh, to pick up the book and feel free to also leave a review as well. I mean, again, you've got some powerful information here to help you uh, use speaking effectively in your business and whatever that means to you. And again, Sean Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today. And audience, we thank you as always for joining us each and every week to uh, tune in to find out different ways that you can improve and scale your business as well as your personal life the sustainable way. And it is our commitment here to come back each and every week to deliver content that continuously adds value to your business and lifestyle. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your week, and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.